We are I. I've had a lot of interesting thoughts and perspectives on, you know, let's just throw out this very, very powerful, powerful world, world, word, families. Like, if you just think about that for a second, like families, like what is, what is a family? What does family mean? Well, you know, like this, this can get extremely complex because, you know, at, at its most basic level, we say that, you know, family you know, is these people that share the same blood as us. But, you know, we know as we get older and life experience kicks in, it's just like, well, we have family that we share blood with, but we have family that oftentimes ends up being closer than our blood family, which is the friends that we accumulate in our life. You know, and how these people come into our life and how long they stay into our life for is, you know, is one thing to debate. You know, but we know that there's, there's this magnitude that comes with the word family. We don't even get into the the topic in either one of those, like what that family looks like. And, you know, we do know and we share the same perspective and narrative that in families come in all shapes and sizes. You know, you have, you know, like the strong, powerful leaders of the family, you have the black sheep of the family, you have the actual sheep of the family, you know, you have White, black, brown, yellow, blah, 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 blah. You have short, skinny, fat, jacked, anorexic, blah, 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 blah. You know, you have everything, like everything that you can think of. But this is the point. This is kind of like where I'm going with this is that when you see people in a group that call themselves a family, air quotes, you know, being, you know, blood family and I guess we could specifically pick on bloodline families because friends, you can curate this exact perspective that when you have, when you have people that stray from what the typical family narrative is, and I say this very generally, just taking a step back of what my own opinions are, because I actually am very conflicted in this thought process. But when you look at the countries that have a nuclear family of what an air quotes family looks like traditionally. You can't argue and deny that there's less divorce and there's less mental health issues and there's a lot of these things that are less of. Now, is that a global standard? Absolutely not. It Like, it's not. You know, but we do look at you know, these nuclear families and how, and like, you know, air quotes, what that, that typical family image looks like, you know, where you have a, a man, a biological man and a biological female having children who air quotes identify with their, their biology they were born with. You have stronger communities. And I say that liberally too, because I don't want to take away from like any of these, you know, communities that have been formed over the years with people who identify with each other that are very strong. 
you know, but when you talk through this, when you work your way through this topic and you look at the global model, when you look at the model around the world, there's there's no way that you can argue that in the West, in westernized countries, the family unit is really starting to get eroded and degraded in people's minds. And you look at our things like youth suicide, teen suicide, you know, adult depression, hyperdependence on, you know, narcotics, hyperdependence on, you know, prescription opioids and drugs, SSRIs, you know, hyperdependence on, you know, food, highly addictive foods, you know, hyperdependence on social media. You know, because people are just broken. We have a lot of broken people because they don't know how to survive in this environment. And I happen to come across a lot of people who end up getting divorced. And you see this routinely all the time that, you know, people come to me and say like, hey, like I just, I feel lost. Like I never did any of this stuff before the other person did. You know, I I realized how dependent I was on this other person. And I hear that a lot from women. It's like, no, no, no. No, the reality is here is that both people depended on each other. Both people had dependence upon each other. You're only looking at it through your eyes because it's convenient for you. But that is actually what makes a successful relationship and what actually makes a successful family and what makes a successful community is when that dependence is created upon. I depend on you to do thing X and you depend on me to do thing Y. Because you can't and you don't want to allocate all your time to doing everything because we realize that this isn't necessarily a successful model. And if it was in today's time when you have an abundance of time to be able to do these things, why does the vast majority of people in Western culture shop and farm these things out? How many people in Western culture in the middle class and above wash their own cars routinely all the time? Well, the one thing that I've seen is that you know, mobile car washing and detailing, you know, vehicles driving around neighborhoods and on the streets. I never seen those growing up. How many people have a house cleaner to help them clean their house? Why well, sure as the fuck never seen that when I was good. You know what that was? Child labor, free child labor. Now people don't even teach their kids to do chores to be able to help out that you have to pay for that. And then people say, I don't have any disposable income. It's just like, well, do you have somebody helping clean your house because you can't clean it yourself? Well, if your house is that fucking big that you can't clean it yourself, either A, you have enough money and it doesn't matter anyway, or B, which is the most likely option, is that you don't have that big of a house, you're just too fucking lazy to clean it yourself. Because you're too busy wasting time on things like scrolling through social media and stuff. And this is the problem. Is that one person depends on another person to be able to do things with these things. But if one person says, I don't like my job anymore, I don't like my duties anymore, I'm going to get somebody else to do them and not do them. Like, what does this create? Or I'm going to change the dynamic and the narrative of what this looks like. Because the one thing that we do know, and you cannot argue it, you can argue it out of ignorance to your opinion, but there's been a lot of work that has been done on this and a lot of studies that have been commissioned. And they do know that people in third world countries are happier and less dependent on SSRIs because they do have dependence on one another. They have shopped out to somebody that they love and they care 
about to be able to do something that they are not going to do because they're allocating their time to doing something else. This is where you get into this model of men go out and work and women stay at home and raise kids and, you know, cook, clean, take care of the home, educate children, these kind of things. And men provide an environment where that is loving and safe. Now, is that working in today's reality in the West? Not really. You know, can you say that that is working, you know, in other cultures and in third world countries and there's not, you know, exceptions to this rule? Well, absolutely there is. But you can't deny that people have gone out and researched and studied this as saying like, hey, why do people in third world countries have less dependence on SSRIs when it has nothing to do with availability, even when they're there's an opportunity to give them to them for free. They just don't need them. They won't take them because they don't need that in their life to be able to fulfill this this need and this standard because they've created this need and this standard with inside their family, with inside their community, which is their extended family. So what have we done to families? And what is the spinoff effect of this being? And yes, correlation doesn't cause causation. And you know you can go down that rabbit hole all you want, but... You can't deny that as the erosion of the family unit has been bestowed upon the West, that the more disarray that has come into our lives has also subsequently increased. You can't deny that. Those two lines on the graph, they exponentially rise with one another. And then if you want to say, well, you can't compare lives today of lives, you know, 60 years ago, 80 years ago, 100 years ago. And it's like, well, yes, you can, because they had problems of those times. They had problems of those times. We have problems of our times. The reason why that the problems of our times won't be the same problems as in, you know, 60, 80 or 100 years from now. But you can compare and say when these people relied upon each other, were there stronger family units? Yes, there was, because you had to. You had to to be able to survive. It was simple. It was that fucking easy. If one person didn't do their job, the group of people called a family did not survive. If you had a man that was not a man, the family did not survive because you were susceptible to theft. You were susceptible to weather. You are susceptible to just perishing, be out of peril. You know, if you had a woman that was not willing to be able to provide the education and nutrients for the family, you had a working class of men and sons that wouldn't have the energy to be able to go out and be able to provide that warmth and that safety and the security for the mom and the daughters. You know, and obviously it's more complex than that. But if you want to hyper simplify things, it is that easy because we still have that model in third world countries where there's absolute dependence and need upon another person or a group of people in a family simply just to survive. And they don't have time to be aware of themselves with the bullshit that we do in the West. Because they want the people that they love, the people inside their family, simply just to survive. So, is absolute survival the key to keeping the nuclear family together? And the traditional family that will allow our species to be able to keep procreating and, and, it, and be around in a hundred years or a thousand years? Because if we break that traditional family model, well, unless if we start having 
you know, actual test tube babies, you know, raised in pods. Well, we have to go back to the traditional family. We have no choice. Because the one thing that you don't know and nobody could say is like, hey, if you do accept a norm outside of that biologically nuclear family and you start raising children in an unorthodox way, you then systematically have to attack every single one of these women and studies and professionals that say there's an absolute connection built between a mother and a baby that is that's unparalleled when the baby is in the womb. What does it do to the baby when there is no mother, when there's no feeling being uh, you know, pushed into this baby's body, into this baby's consciousness? What do you do? Do you artificially expose that baby to feeling? And how do you do that? How? And what does that do? What does that do for that generation, then the next generation, the next generation after that? What is the long-term impact? Well, like most long-term impacts, you're not going to know what the long-term impact is until it's too late. But the one thing that we do know that outside of nature just eliminating a species is that there's no other species on this planet that has created a model outside of just that biological nuclear family to be able to procreate and keep the species alive because it just doesn't make any sense and it can't make sense and it won't make sense for us because we'd have no idea what the devastating long-term impacts that could be until it's too late. And then what happens then? So obviously a fairly controversial topic, but ask me something that the more time that I spend with my family, the more time that I spend with my extended family, my, my homeboys, my people, the more that I realize that we all depend on each other for something. And it's because of this dependence on those people is what makes my life rich. <laughs>